This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome to Go, my favorite sports team. I'm Markiplier, here hosting along with my co-host, Tyler Scheid. And you're listening to the most elegant sports podcast in the world. No one does it like us here. And on this auspicious day, we... Or to, I, I hate this intro. Oh my God, I hate it. I don't want to do that anymore. It makes my brain hurt. It's too slow. Uh, we are here to talk about sports as the number one sports podcast in the world. It is our obligation to give you the most up-to-date and accurate information about the sport world, which is what we're going to be doing today. Yeah. Oh, you want me to do that? Yeah, well, you're the sports expert. What is happening in the sport world today? Well, uh, Major League Baseball is continuing their rampant season of 162 games. Wow. Her team, each team plays 162 games against each other. How many How many total, how many total games is that? Well, you'd have to divide the teams by two yeah, and then multiply by 160 to... How many teams are there? 30, so 15 times 162. Oh, God, you, you threw me off because I was doing it 81 times... 30. <laughs> oh, Which three would be either because that's 2,430. Correct. Hey. That's a lot of games. That's, lot of games. <laughs> that's an insane that's an season. Insane, who, no one could go to all those games. And that's just a regular season. Yeah. That's not even playoffs. God, how many how many hot dogs are consumed in each game? I would estimate that there's probably at least a hundred hot dogs consumed per game. You think only a hundred? I'm we going on the ate, low end. The five of us ate like twenty four <laughs> hot dogs on one day. You think yeah. only a hundred in the entire stadium? Hold on, you're you're skipping the most important part. What? Your briefcase grill. That does not change <laughs> the number of hot dogs consumed. Yes, I have a barbecue briefcase. Yes, it is very cool. Yes, it makes me extremely popular that I have a barbecue briefcase and I can take my barbecue anywhere I can take a briefcase. It is incredibly convenient. However, only a hundred hot dogs in a stadium? It has got to be in the thousands. It's got to be in the thousands. Like at least over 1,000 hot dogs are consumed in a, in oh, a baseball yeah. stadium. Absolutely. Yeah, so over the course of a year, 
year with 2,430 games played, you have thousands of hot dogs consumed per game. This is in the millions of dogs. I'm seeing if there's an average number of hot dogs consumed during a baseball game. Uh, you could probably look at After up. research, we found the average number of hot dogs sold at ballparks are between 24 and 25.5 million. And I think that's it was per in the millions. year. Yeah, that makes total sense because if it's at least a, like that would be ten thousand hot dogs times two thousand four hundred thirty games, ten thousand hot dogs would be twenty four million three hundred thousand. Yeah, assuming one hot dog per person was ordered, that would make about a total of sixty thousand hot dogs sold per game. Oh my God! You want to know how many hot dogs are sold or consumed in a year by Americans? Billion. Twenty billion. Oh my God. Twenty. Billion hot dogs. And just a fraction of that, based on this estimation, is at ballparks. Oh my God. That averages out to 70 hot dogs per person each year. <laughs> so many hot dogs. I did eat six last, like last week. I did eat six I ate, myself. I ate three. I average, you know what? Now that I'm not in Cincinnati, I'm not eating cheese conies. Uh -huh. I think I eat maybe like five hot dogs a year. Okay. And you did all of that in one day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, uh, I just don't eat hot dogs. Like, do they count sausages as hot dogs? Like bratwurst? It probably, probably kind of like in it lumped in there. But I don't know. I really don't know. Hot dogs are like kind of specific, but at the same time, not really. A sausage in a bun is probably considered a hot dog. So in the news. Oh, right. Uh, right now. Sports news. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. So many hot dogs are being consumed in these massive amounts of baseball games right, that happen right, yeah, every yeah, yeah. Major League Baseball season. Okay. Okay. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know, all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. Oh, you do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com slash sports team. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
I'm going to skip the possession of this particular episode because there's one thing that constantly comes up, and I swear that we've talked about it a million times, and everyone keeps asking about it. Either they're not listening to the latest episode or they don't get an answer. It's like, marching band's a sport. Marching band's not a sport. Is marching band a sport? Haven't we talked about this? Like, we've skirted around it to some degree. But at the end of what, like, marching band is, Uh it could be considered a sport. But because it is mostly based on musical performance Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, it is more distinguished and put into the art category than it is put into a sport category. Yeah, and a lot of people are, like, talking about it as if I did not do marching band for four years. I personally do not consider it a sport, but how is that in any way denigrated? to what it is. It shouldn't be. It's not to me. I recognize the athletic ability that it required. It was a really intensive to do. I also hated it, but that does not have anything to do with me considering a sport or not. Yes, you can go to a competition, but we went to one or two. Yeah. One or two competitions throughout the entirety of what we were doing. The majority of it was just sporting events. Like we were a performance in a football game. Right. And at the same time, there's not really, and this this is where I get into like why sports that require judges is very difficult to, for me to see as sports in some way. Like certain number of them, yeah, it absolutely makes sense. But because when it comes to marching band, they're judging so much not on athletic performance. Yeah. Like the majority of points have nothing to do with the athleticism of the performers. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like your formations, how the music goes with the formations. Mm-hmm. It's another thing like we were talking about in the cheerleading primer. Like, yeah. It's like at high school level or just performative level. It's not really a sport if that's the majority of what you're doing. When you get to the collegiate level or like there actually are like professional marching band competitions where the team is entirely dedicated to that specific thing. It's not like they don't do performances as well, but that is like a secondary component to it. I'm not an expert in sport, but at the same time, what I did in high school wasn't really a sport. But why does that matter? Why does that matter? The only thing that makes sense for me, why people argue about what is is or or isn't a sport has to do with whether it should or shouldn't be funded by the athletic department Mm -hmm. outside of that like do you want to be labeled as an athlete because that's an individualistic thing Mm -hmm. to where if you have athletic prowess you are an athlete whether you are participating in a sport or not Mm -hmm. is nonsense i absolutely believe that marching band people are athletic as hell Mm -hmm. the amount of like breathing control as well as the ability to march and smoothly march and pay attention to be in formations like it requires a ton of coordination Mm -hmm. yeah no discount to it but i want to put it in a sport category yeah exactly if marching band was literally you're marching over the corpses of the people you beat with your instruments then maybe i would be like yeah you're scoring points and doing that Uh sure but it is more of an art and that's that's the thing is there's always this line between art and sport because the same thing comes up with dancing and and different stuff on that regard but if it's focused more on art 
mm-hmm. it kind of removes itself from sport. And that's not that sport can't be artistic and artistic yeah. things can't be sport-like, but... Yeah, but it's like, what do you call the individual marcher? Do you call them an athlete or do you call them a musician? Correct. Or do you call them a marcher? This is also the thing is like, if you really want to call it a sport, I don't care. Call it a sport. I'm not the judge here. Why do you need labels for everything and everything has to be in specific design category besides the money thing, of course. Uh, but for me, it's just like, sure, it took athleticism, but at the same time, does it really matter? And I think this ties in neatly to the topic that we're going into today is what do you call them? Non- non-competitive competitive sports. sports, which is a term I've never, ever heard of. Yeah, because in our definition, when we talked about sport, is sport has competition. Yeah. Like, it's integral to it. Mm-hmm. It's an important part of what people distinguish as sport. But we also recognize things as being sports that don't really have, like, you can do competitions with them, mm-hmm. but the more often than not, they are not competitive. Uh-huh. Things like yoga. That sport? It's a form of exercise. It requires athletic ability and skill and motor skills and balance, but you don't compete. Well, I mean, marching band does apply in those categories to some degree. It's listed under one of the things as considered a potential non-competitive sport. Uh Things like hiking. Okay. For me, the category is more like an activity. Right. Which I guess in really this does come down to the idea of like, what are these definitions? Why do these definitions matter? And it's like with hiking, yeah, athletic ability, I could totally see that. Yeah, people could do hiking kind of in a competitive way, I guess, but it's really more competing with yourself. Things like fishing and hunting. Mm. Oh, right. No, you're totally right about fishing and hunting because people would consider that like, I'm going out fishing and like... More often than not, they're not doing it competitively. There are competitions, but it's not competitive. I think in my head though, fishing, for some reason, fishing is like, oh yeah, of course that's a sport. But why? Where do these definitions in my head come from? Yeah. um, Because there is competitive fishing, but people still fish on their own and then they're competing against the fish or hunting. They're competing against the hunted animal, which... I'm less uh, interested in, right. like, in, unless you're going to eat and consume that entire animal and give respect to the animal, then, like, I don't like safari hunts or shit like that. I think it's just, ugh, it just irks me. Skateboarding, surfing, kayaking, archery. Yeah. Like, they have competitive elements, but the majority of people that participate in them uh-huh. are generally not competing. Huh. But the interesting part of this is, like, when is it considered non-competitive? Because at the same time, maybe you're just competing against yourself. Yeah, exactly. And the distinguishing factor of, is it considered competition if you're not competing against another person, Hmm. but competing against your former self? Because, I mean, you could put swimming in there. The majority of people that swim don't race. Right. Huh. Yeah, because if I am running and I go for a run, that is a sport activity, even if I'm not intending to go in a race, right? Yeah. Because running as a generally accepted metric by the population is an activity that is typically either for pure health or for training for a race, which also is pure health. Like people do marathons, even if they are a competition, quote unquote, they're not really. But for the vast majority of people in a, in a marathon, it's not a competition against it's anyone. It's like, something. can I finish this goddamn 23, however many miles it is? 23.2? I believe it was something like marathon that. Marathon is 26.6. I was wrong. <laughs> I think the half is 13.3, which okay. is where you got confused. Right, right. But at the same time, yeah, you're you're totally right. These things that are athletic and and are part of it, instead of like having all these separate categories for each one, you have competitive running and the non-competitive running. It's like, no, running is a sport activity. 
So it's a thing. Yeah. I mean, you even get into rock climbing. Yeah. Or climbing in general. Yeah. Like a lot of things distinguishedly like jump out you as sport, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, fishing, hunting, those things you like, oh, yeah, sport. They're at sports stores. I do sports equipment. Sport is usually what people would say in that accent. Right, right. I don't particularly like. The most like, dangerous game. Ah, yes. Hunting humans. What? That's the most dangerous game. What? Why? The, 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 that's the book. What the hell? What's wrong with you, man? Dude, we're trying to run a family-friendly podcast. I'm, I'm quoting the book. <laughs> I've, I've, the story. Is that actually a book? I've never read the book. I've, I've oh, always oh. said I've used the most dangerous <laughs> game in so many of my videos, but I've never actually knew it was a book. Really? Yeah. What is that? Most dangerous game mm. book. Like I knew it is refers to on hunting. A short humans. story by Richard Connell. Uh huh. And it's literally about somebody hunting somebody else. I'm pretty sure. Oh well, that makes sense because I knew it was about hunting him. I just didn't know it was a book. Oops. Yeah. Well, anyway, all right. So you have all of these non-competitive sport activities, right? Right. So where? But here's the thing: you oh, keep saying sport activities instead uh, of sport. Sport, right? I don't know why. It's just like I yeah, guess. Right. I guess this is what I. Maybe I'm going to by the end of this episode backtrack everything I said at the beginning of it because maybe it's all of these preconceived ideas, the social stigmas, the use of language, and this the ease at which language is used, and you never question the intention or the meaning of it. But every word that you use has a nuance to it. He said my word. As much as people make fun of you for saying nuance, it, it, there is a nuance to everything. And nuance by itself also has a nuance to it because words, as we know, are just translation of feelings. They are not the perfect representations of feelings. And communicating with the other people through language is just a means of trying to get an intention across. And you cannot guarantee that people will feel the same way. That's why when someone says, this is a sport, or someone said, this is not a sport, really at the base level of it, there is a general understanding of yes there's athleticism for it like those are the nuances attached to these words but people have different weights to those yeah. nuances so looking at this as how i define sport right mm -hmm. these are technically categorized as recreational or, or outdoor sports uh -huh. do you consider them sports though because some of them it's like well it's a physical activity mm -hmm. but it's doesn't have competition so it's not a sport but fishing and hunting are like their own weird category and then some of them there are options for competition because you have sprint races and different races for track can sport really be non-competitive or are these really just like you were saying sport activities are just forms of physical exercise are you asking me yeah yeah how, how would i know i well, don't have is, a master's is, degree you're Right, but this is this is the point. I'm like, how would you view these? Because like for me, like non-competitive sports doesn't seem like it's a sport. Because as I defined it, sports require competition. Uh huh. But when we think of like fishing and hunting, they're kind of unique compared to like just going for a run. Yeah, because if you said I'm going hunting or I'm going fishing, people would automatically be like, that is a sport. Maybe some people might disagree with it, but it's mm -hmm. like, it is. You it literally I hear the old guy with the big handlebar mustache going like, ah, good sport, like or ah, for sport, you know, or like, oh yeah, you know. Like same thing with rock climbing. Yeah, exactly. Rock climbing. Like that is a sport, unquestionably in my head. Well, yeah. Is the distinguishing factor that you find the gear needed to do these activities in in a sporting goods store? No. Capitalism that, shall not take no, this. No, but is that is that how we as society now define sport? Is if it is glumped in that the equipment is in a sports store? 
or is it deeper than that? And it's whether or not people respect the activity. Yeah. Is there a social threshold for people's opinion of something? And sport does not allow certain things that people consider to be below. Whereas marching band, as much as I've done marching band, people probably think of it as a lesser activity. It's for nerds, quote unquote. They have no idea, like the actual athleticism. Or those that can't, like, play football or stuff like that. Whereas I know plenty of them could. Yeah. Uh, Like, I was a marching band. Bob definitely played football. Played football. Like, I could have played football easily but there's a social threshold for sport whereas people think and maybe it's tied into a little toxic masculinity too where it's like hunting i killed something i murdered some fishing i killed this fish you know i murdered it with my own tool hands and maybe sport is kind of this gatekeeper of physical activity that's like no 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 you are just a hobby this is where the real like men and women are part of this and you know it's funny because even crossfit kind of falls into this weird it's not really a A sport sport. yeah even though there are crossfit competitions but i think it's because people look down on it and they want because they knock it off the platform of like this is for sports only and you fall into the pit of not sports into sport activities or whatever and that way if because words do have power in that way if people can knock it off the platform of sport then they can denigrate it and they can look down on it and they can feel superior to it is that the truth behind all of it yeah so now we've gotten past the introduction and the discussion talking points oh that was act one okay act two i want to go into each one that we've kind of mentioned and define how they aren't competitive or are competitive i miss having names for these acts this is Act 2. Yeah, but what's the name? The name is Competitive or Not. I don't uh, know. All right, fine. Well, it's enticing, you know. I want to know if I'm going to enjoy Act 2. I want to know if I'm really going to sit here or if I'm going to walk out of the theater. All right, Act 2, do sports require competition? It's a little, so, a little, a little dry, but I'll take it. Oh, okay, fine, fine. Could have something like, you know, uh, uh, like the competition of the soul. Uh. The warring soul of sport. You know, something like that. Is this a sport that your life depends on? No, no, that's a clickbait YouTube title. I'm talking like a title of a book, a chapter title. You gotta get that. The yin and yang of the inner workings of sport. Okay, so. The deep undercurrent of sport. The riptide of the surging power of sport. The underbelly sports to the overarching sports. Hmm. Or you get more metaphysical and you're like, the hunter versus the hunted. Uh, okay yeah Yeah. so all of these things we mentioned can be competitive you brought up crossfit and this is why i wanted to go ahead and get into act two okay is because crossfit originally came about not as competition okay it came about as a form of exercise for athletes to do to get into better shape for their sports Uh uh-huh So it was a form of training. CrossFit training is literally the full phrase and how it originally came about. Uh So at what point does something be considered training or become a sport? Because running is a key part of major sports. Swimming Uh is a key part of major sports. Sure. Like a triathlon. There's numerous things in the Olympics that people are like not thinking of as a sport because they're multiple sports stitched together. Some people don't think motorsports should be called a sport. Hmm. There are categories in here where, yes, some elements have competition, but the distinguishing factor of these is how do these not have competition and why can there exist non-competitive sports? Okay. All right. So like fishing, you're not really competing against another person. 
Yeah. But you're putting your skills to the test. Right. Is that the qualification? Whereas, like, it's not even so much the definition of you're fighting inwardly, right? You have a set of skills that you have trained for or whatever. And by putting them to the test, like that phrasing, like applying your skills selectively in an environment where they you need to be at your best is inherently, without saying it, technically a competition. Yeah. You are measuring your your ability in terms of doing something, whatever that may be, in that moment, in that time. And in doing so, you have a criteria of like, there's a fail state and a win state, right? Mm -hmm. I caught the fish or I didn't. I played the right note at the right time on the field or I didn't. It is win and lose, which inherently when there is a win state and a lose state, a fail state and a success state, isn't that competition in a way? To a degree, I could see that because, but then you get into like, if you're just measuring your ability, does that then immediately make it a sport i mean maybe what other criteria is there because it's it, if well maybe not i don't know i'm kind of i'm kind of going back and forth on this i had because the, so the definition opinion at the beginning of this and now i'm <laughs> yeah. in turmoil my brain hurts yeah so the most interesting part is when i defined sport at the beginning of this podcast yeah i defined organized sport okay because the key part of organized sport is that there is rules yeah but can sport exist without an organizing governing body that determines competition? I think yes, in the way that you're thinking of like an actual organization, like bringing but it all like together. If there's just a semblance of rules, because then it's yeah. like, you know, dynamite fishing is a thing that should never be done. <laughs> but that's that's a form of fishing. It is literally called dynamite fishing. Yeah, you're right. I think what this really kind of boils down to is the pure human element, how humans interact with their environment. It's not even just like inwardly on the human themselves, because as soon as a human picks up a rock and then looks over and sees that there's another rock perfectly perched 10 yards away on top of a rock and he thinks to himself, okay, if I can hit that rock with this rock, I win. But does the competition start with you just trying to achieve that, or are you trying to best somebody else to hit it There's first? There's nowhere else. No one it else. It is an inward competition. You create the rules on the fly, because that's how a sport can be made, right? Even yeah. If, if, if I was like in my backyard, and I had the, I need to slap a ball with my butt cheeks into a Y-shaped tree that has like a like two branches going perfectly wide and there's a goal. And if I can slap my butt cheeks on that ball hard enough to get it up the 20 feet high and through that tree, I get one point. It doesn't matter if anyone else is there. If one, someone walks by and sees me slapping a ball with my butt up there and I go like, one point! Aren't they going to think that I'm practicing some kind of sport? If you think it's a sport, does it then determine it or is it like, I would absolutely be like, what is this? And I I'd probably want to try it myself. Yeah, it would be fun. This sounds. I think yeah, we should like, do this. Sport. Yeah, the, <laughs> I just invented a sport. Well, this is this is why at the beginning of the episode I thought uh, at some point, and this yeah. is why I'm bringing up this topic now. Yeah, is the belief that I think you have a better understanding of sport to where you can lend your mind to this a little bit better, uh -huh. and we could potentially make a sport. I guess the funny thing is, what I just realized in that example is it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks because in that moment, if I say what I'm doing is a new sport that I just invented then it is 
by my definition, which is the only definition that matters as I am the only player of that sport. Tyler has a smile slowly growing Because you got to the conclusion before you were. I was ready for you to get to the conclusion. Watch how smart I am, baby. I won the getting to the conclusion competition. I won that sport, and I am the champion, the greatest at getting to the conclusion in the middle of the episode. Thank you to our sponsors. We are seeing you. Goodbye. No, we're going to continue this discussion. No, because that's the interesting part of it, right? Uh-huh. At the end of the day, everybody has a different viewpoint. Everybody has a different opinion on right. what is going to be distinguished as a sport or not. Ah. And the most interesting part to me, and the reason why I think competition is integral to sport, is because competition can exist not only between multiple people and comparing, mm -hmm. but it can exist within yourself and finding an achievement for yourself. Uh -huh. And this is why I think sports are beautiful. Yeah. And why there's a certain level of like gatekeeping that exists within sport. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, there's certain things that are more art form. And so it's always a debate and everything is on a curve. There's nothing is black and white mm -hmm. in any sense of the word. There is always some blending, some crossover, something that exists, that gray area. In every part of language, in every part of our existence, there's an area that is not yes this or yes this. It can be both. Uh-huh. And so when we get into sport and we talk about when they're not competitive yeah. and why are they sports and considered sports as opposed to other things that we want to then categorize as something else, it comes down to our own mind wanting to separate and distinguish things from one another. Mm -hmm. And that's so that our brain has a better understanding and ability to process it. Right. So on that front, sports can be non-competitive. Right. But... They're non-competitive in that you don't require two people. They're competitive within yourself. What is even competitive? What does that even mean? You're measuring your ability to accomplish a goal or task in a given time, in a given denominator. And for me, that's why I bring in the need for athletic ability and skill mm -hmm. into sport. In a weird way. There isn't really, the more I we talk about this, the more I think that there isn't even a competitive separator. Everything's just a sport. <laughs> It's all sport all the way down, right? Isn't it? I mean, from society's viewpoint and standpoint, no. But all right, then we gotta we gotta figure out what's what's okay. not a sport. What what is not a sport? The knife game where you stab your fingers is that a sport? Stab, 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 stab. If I hit I mean, my, it's usually only done in like gambling aspects. I guess it is competitive, so that would be a sport, right? Yeah. I don't think I don't think like counting fingers on my hand would be a sport. I don't think like to me the ability to I bet I can count better on my hand than you can. Sport done. No. You think you're better than me? No. Has nothing to do whether think or not think. There has to be some sort of measure to determine if you have achieved it. One, two, three, four, five, four, three, two, one. Whoever gets fastest back to one wins. Ready? Three, two, one. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. Beat me. Sport. Ah, done. <laughs> no, but it like it, it's so interesting to get into this overarching topic because for me, at the end of the day, sport is determined more so by public perception than it is determined by its own rules. I would agree. And so that. we define it in a certain way because each sport is a measure of something, whether it's comparing to the team you're against, comparing to the individual you're against, or comparing to yourself before that time. Uh huh. That is to me the most integral part of sport okay for defining it okay so when it comes to non-competitive sports i still believe they are somewhat competitive because if i do yoga mm -hmm. 
and I'm improving, mm-hmm. I'm competing against my former self. Mm-hmm. It's like you talk about with your YouTube videos. Like, don't be mad at it not being good enough. Yeah. Look at it as a stepping stone for improvement. And if you are improving along your path, that's what matters. That's still a beautiful video for what you had at your disposal at that time. Mm-hmm. You did great, but now you can do better. And so you need to continually progress. So is making YouTube videos a sport? I think it's more art. Okay. And that's that's the that's the thing that I need people to understand is okay. being labeled as art mm-hmm. versus sport uh, is not a detriment. Right. Because music is art. Mm-hmm. There's still competitiveness in music, definitely. Yeah. There's you- still competition. Marching band is a great example of it. Dancing, performances, circuses, all of those things are considered more art than they are sport. But they still have their own standing and is not lesser than or greater than sport if that are labeled as sports. Okay, now I'm going back into the marching band is not a sport camp. Yeah. What's right, Tyler? Use your master's degree. I personally think marching band is not a sport. Okay, all right. And the reason for that has to do with the fact that it is more of an art than it is the physical competition part of it. So to you, if something can be defined as something that predominantly more accurately describes the activity, it is is that and not the other word, and these are just words, that describes it better because words need to accurately describe what they're... Correct. Explaining. If and there's something that better represents it other than the term sport, mm-hmm. then it needs to be put in that category as opposed to the And other. A, in a similar way, art, in the same way as sport, is used as a social exclusionary term because some people will say, oh, that's not art. Yep. In the same way that people say, oh, that's not, not a sport. sport. Interesting. Fascinating. We are surrounded by elitists. We need to overthrow the oppressive upper class. We need to rise up and tear down the walls that are containing us. Is that the conclusion I should reach? Am I not supposed to be outraged at everything? No, you can be outraged. It's okay, fine. I'm outraged. The, the point I'm trying to get into with the non-competitive sports is because you can do sporting activities uh-huh. that are called sporting activities uh-huh. and not do a sport. It doesn't have to be a competition for you to be participating in sport. Part of sport is training. Part of sport is exercise and practice. You can run for football for baseball, for lacrosse, for soccer, for hockey, you can run. And you can run in a competition. Running in and of itself then becomes a sport if you can have anything within it that becomes competitive. And it involves athletic ability and motor skills and skill. Just like chess tournaments and chess competitions, it requires skill. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the need to be able to process information quickly, make your move, and then hit the timer. Skill. That's speed chess. Yeah. I personally would not call chess a sport. Uh-huh. Okay, but interesting. Because to me, I define sport as physical activity, mm-hmm. which is why like hiking to me, it's a sport. You can have competitive hiking. Endurance races over backpacking and cross-country stuff can be competitive. So what would you call chess? Because it's not a non-competitive sport. It's not really an art. 
it's still a competition. You can't really play chess by your well. You can, but you're competing against yourself. Correct. Like it is always a competition with someone else. It, what would you call it? A game. A game. But that that's sports are also games. That's why it's put as a sport. But not all sports are games because like fishing is not a game. Correct. You can make a video game about fishing and hunting and whatever, but hunting is not a game. Game is really more of a head to head competition. Yeah. Either you well, video games with like computer, but I guess in ever in it in human history, a game could be played by yourself. Oh man, my head hurts. <laughs> sport. Ah! So so to put it this way, sport elitists would glump sport activities to be competitive physical activity that you are competing against someone else. Okay, which is why fishing becomes a sport because you can compete against somebody else in a time frame to catch the bigger fish or the more fish. Okay, so sport would be a physically based competition against someone else, but that the activity could be against someone else. Whereas chess is a mental, technically you need physical reflexes, but even if you were physically disabled from the waist down, you could still oh, play yeah. chess. It technically, has mental skill. It's a mental game. Correct. And not a physical activity. Therefore, it's more of a game than it, than is, it is a, a sport. sport. Because and art in that it is a skill-based thing technically this is where a whole subject like i don't uh, it's where also you can't exclude something just because you don't like it but then elitists are like there's this one piece of art that amy showed me that's a toilet urinal that someone signed as a statement to be like here's your art you bastards or whatever it was yeah. but in doing so made art you know and then i guess you have to call it art <sighs> uh yeah at the end of the day, it comes down to what collectively we define words as, right? Yeah, uh, no, no, I need clear lines. So, to me, sports require competition. You can do sporting activities, which are not competitive sports. It's physical exercise and training, which is why sport people in the higher echelon elitist nature that exists in every category that exists in humankind... Uh-huh call crossfit a physical exercise and is starting to become considered a sport because of the competitions iron man triathlon you can make almost anything into a sport if you took chess and people actually had to box every time you had a you had people <laughs> that boxed yeah. so it's like your bishop runs into a pawn and like your bishop's like just like a bigger guy and they have to fight that pawn could still win okay that, that would be become a very interesting sport the sporting chance <gasps> correct wow the reason I say chess is a game more than it is a sport, because if we start categorizing board games such as chess as a sport, why is checkers not a sport? Why is D&D not a sport? Why is Yahtzee not a sport? <laughs> you know, like, and things have crossed that line to a degree, like the world poker tournaments. Uh-huh. I've been put on ESPN and thought as sports, but to me, it's still a game. It's still gambling. Uh-huh. And so to me, the distinguishing factor to focus sports is the things that are more physically demanding competition between people and figuring out who is superior in that particular moment. Maybe, 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 hold on, hold on, maybe. What if sport is about chance, randomness? In chess, yes, each person has a chance to win, but the rules are set. 
-hmm. There's no randomness between a piece taking a piece. In poker, there is a chance, randomness. You are dealt different hands. You could be bluffing, which is skill, but there is that inherent level of you don't have control of something. With football, there are specific rules, but there's a chance when you kick that ball, it's not going to go where you want as opposed because to where you weather. put it. Because weather, sun, with fishing, there's a chance that your line could break. There's like a chance that you won't even get a bite. So your chance of success is not entirely based on your skill. Gil, what if I found the root cause of sport? What if I've done it? <laughs> I've deduced it down. It's, down. it's chance. It's chance. It's chance, right? It's chance. It's chance. Isn't it? Isn't it chance? It's chance, right? Yahtzee is a sport. Because it's chance. Yahtzee is the only no. one of those that was a sport. If we want to play it that way, okay, then wouldn't it be a sport if your skill and athletic ability <sighs> or understanding increased your likelihood in success yes would then that be the determining underlying condition of sport it's chance and skill it's the chance the that face. is affected by skill, by skill. and ability the yahtzee has no chance for skill to make chance gooder correct does it yahtzee no. yahtzee pros would be like frothing at the mouth right now well, they'd be like people people you don't know yahtzee. people think they can load <laughs> dice and have them land on numbers and well, control that's them cheating. But, that's yeah. cheating but okay all right so it's chance that's affected by skill that is sport in a way that that would cover a lot of terms of sport whereas like with rock climbing there's a chance your rope could break there's a chance your anchor could pull out but your skill at which you could apply your technique changes that chance it's the greatest competition of all your wrestling fate you're trying to exercise human will over fate that's a sport did I do it? I, one of the, when I get this, my eyes are gonna start glowing, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna reach enlightenment. I'll send off the ground, just like the secret fifth base. When I find the fifth base, the fifth base was wrestling fate all along. <laughs> Into the sky I go. This went down a rabbit hole that I wasn't fully anticipating. Why? But... Why? This must be it. I've deduced this. I've solved it. Everyone debate on the subreddit whether I'm right or wrong. <laughs> Winner takes all! <laughs> if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. CeraVe Facial Moisturizers with SPF protect skin against damaging UV rays and continuously deliver three essential ceramides to help restore skin's protective barrier so it can lock in moisture. Non-greasy, fragrance-free, and won't clog pores? With CeraVe, skin feels hydrated and looks healthy all day. CeraVe Facial Moisturizers with SPF from the number one dermatologist recommended facial moisturizer brand. So at the base root of it, there are certain parts of sport that can be non-competitive, but can they? Can they? Because you're competing against yourself. You're asking me a lot of I questions know. today. <laughs> I don't know the answer, okay. Tyler. All right. So non-competitive sports like fishing, um, skateboarding, surfing, they have the ability to be competitive. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to have different skills applied and compete against another person. Okay. But they don't have to be. So non-competitive sports really are a subcategory of sports that are called sports activities. Okay. And so when we get down into the dissection of sport, they are a sport, but in the very moments that they always exist, they are not always a sport. Uh. 
they are sporting activities. Uh-huh. Just like swimming is not always a sport. Swimming races, sport. Swimming in itself, a sport activity or an activity or physical activity. But to be a sport in and of itself, to be labeled as a sport, the competition element is required because you have to measure your ability, whether it be against yourself or another person that makes it a sport. So to go back to the marching band example, because like running is a sport, running as a sport activity is what you would do just in your day-to-day life. That alone does not make it a sport. It is a sport-related activity. Correct. Marching band on, like, let's say, the high school level outside of competition is not necessarily a sport. But if you were to do marching band as a predominantly direct competition, amongst other things, that would be a sport. I would say, because it leans still more towards art, if you removed the musical aspect of it Uh and you just made it about marching and doing formations, Uh sport. It's an artistic competition. Yeah. But not necessarily a sport. Correct. And then the... Just like I think chess is a mental competition. A mental game. Yeah, but not necessarily a sport. Because chess, they're like, yes, a sport, technically, but it's never going to be in the Olympics. So why don't they call it the hunger sports? Instead of the Hunger Games. What are you talking about? When they're like the movie? Yeah. Well, the book, really, you know, but. Oh, it's the Hunger Games because it's literally survival. They're not doing a sport. Are you sure? No, they're literally just trying to survive. No, they're trying to kill. Most of them are just trying to survive. You kill to win. Sometimes you don't have to kill to win. Sometimes the environment takes care of that for you. Is Hunger Games a sport? No. Why? Because it's basically everyone has a sporting chance. Compartmentalized war. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) That's really what it is. No, 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 no. The powers that be define it as a game. So so a battle royale is a sport. If it was in real life, maybe. I mean, wouldn't it? Okay, let's say a non-lethal battle royale. Let's say you get 100 people in there with nerf and it's winner take all. Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay, now kill them. No. Not? No. All right, man. Tyler's got some weird moral line here. (laughs) The idea of sport is sport is supposed to be fun. Uh, And when people are actually in the element of itself dying. The people watching are having a lot of fun. You got to remember that. It's about the audience, too. There's an audience in that one. That is a big part of sport, you said, in the first episode. I remember. This has become the most chaotic episode of Go. No, it's not. <laughs> it is the most orderly because we're making clear distinctions into what is and is not. We are categorizing and we are getting. You just give me master, master degree and answer, is the Hunger Games sport? No. All right. We got our answer, everybody. Is marketing man sport? It's I would, an art. It's an art. It's a performative, competitive art. It requires... Significant fitness and athletic ability, but uh-huh. it, is a, it is performative art. But also, in, in summary to all this, and actually be serious, is like if someone they decided without a shadow of doubt, is this is a sport, let's say marching band, they were like, This is a sport, I will die on this hill, I will die on this, I will defend this. Does that matter at the end of the day? Why do we care what one person thinks versus what another person thinks? If you want to call it a sport and think it's sport like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But the only reason that this makes sense is as a society as a whole wanting to understand and categorize things as to differences. Yeah. Because, you know, marching band to me is art. Mm. It is. It requires significant ability. But 
you would never call a marching band member an athlete, like you said. And when you think of sports, everybody that you mention in sport is an athlete. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're not athletic. That doesn't mean you can't be an athlete outside a marching band. But mm. when you look at the defining factors of what sport is, if there's a something that better fits it, it goes to that category. That's how we've always done things in, in human history. And there's nothing wrong with being exactly. in one category versus the other. An artist is just as important as a athlete. Mm -hmm. And an engineer or a professor is just as important as any other category of life. You know, people need to teach, people need to create cars, people need to do different things. There's nothing wrong with not being called an athlete and not being a part of a sport. Okay. All right. So in conclusion, just because something isn't by technical definition, by the majority of people understanding to find one way as a sport does not mean that you personally can think it's one thing or another, or if it does more accurately fit another category, that it is not a lesser thing for it. Correct. It is still what it is. The actions taking place still are what they are. And the only reason we have technical definitions is because there are other people trying to do these other things at the same time. And by having categories, it's this kind of like group thing, general consensus of like, this is this, this is this. It just makes it easier for us down the road. It doesn't really matter, but like the, here we are. It's easier for us to understand. Yeah. And it's easier for us to teach and impart knowledge onto others. Right. And that's really probably the only reason we categorize stuff as sport or art or otherwise. When marching band reaches the point where it's two marching bands trying to do their routine on the same field at the same time, and it's whoever's a stronger person when there's interfering lines who bowls the that other would one absolutely, over. I would call that a sport. And that at would the become end of it, it's like the more people standing from one team versus the other wins yeah because at the end of the day for me this is why like sports that require judging uh, is like i don't want to say lesser it's just a unique difference uh -huh. that makes it difficult for me to call it a sport because at the end of the day human bias exists mm -hmm. whether we acknowledge it or not as much as we try to be unbiased when a judge is involved there is going to be bias what about diving they have judges the sport it's considered a sport yes Gymnastics you require sport? judges as well. Do you? Like I said, <laughs> I think it definitely is, but it's difficult to compare. The way I would change it, uh -huh. if we want to get into this, yeah. is I would have it be like horse. You like have horse? to, yeah, like horse. You have to make the same shot. So this person does this dive. Oh. <laughs> you now have to do this dive. That is an interesting way to look at diving. I kind of like it. I think it's really funny. And if you propose this, I don't think many people would be happy, but I would love to see diving horse. Because, yeah, because it's one of those things that yeah. at the end of the day, like some people can do flips better than another person. Uh -huh. Some people can do twists better than another person. Yeah. Some people's better at entrance into the water. It's impossible to remove the judging at the end of the day. But when it comes down to, can you do this? Yeah, exactly. Can you overcome this? You truly determine who is the more athletic 
prowess at this skill or more skilled. And that's the true way to determine this person is the superior diver. Okay, so you know I have no problem with calling them sports. You have a problem with judging in general. Yeah, because there's, there's just always bias. Okay, fair enough. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. And I, I just think it doesn't necessarily accurate measure the difference of somebody's ability. Because I have an issue, especially Simone Biles. Uh-huh. Above and beyond, as far as like a female gymnast has ever been, uh-huh. has done stuff no other gymnast can do. Yeah. Yet, she will do a more difficult thing that nobody else in her field of competition can do uh-huh. and end up with a lesser score, still completing what she did based on judging. And I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I've always thought that was weird when I watched the Olympics. It's like, this has a difficulty rating of this. And I'm like, who made that rating? Yeah. If you can't do that, then it might as well be infinity. Yeah. More difficult. And that's why I have a whole thing about judge-based scoring in sport. Okay. But that's a whole nother topic. That's a whole that could topic. Be a, that, that's another episode for a future moment. Yeah. It's just like the flaws in terms of like sport criteria and whatnot. Yeah. Like to me, a victor should not be questioned at yeah. the end of a competition. In, in my mind, and I think in the general population, if there's one gymnast that can do something that no one else can, they're the winner. Yeah. They win. No one else can horse that one. You take all the letters and you get out of there. Have your silver. Go on. Have fun. Yep. Fight for second. That's what you get to do. Here's the very clear best. It's just one of those things where sports is a lot, in a lot of ways, is about who's the best, but it's like who can show up and actually do the best on the day. And if Simone Biles can do that thing that no one else can do on the day and breaks any kind of record in terms of performing ability, hey, holy shit, there's the best. Any questions? You got a question? I'll punch you in the face. Like, that should be so clear. It doesn't yeah. matter if the, it was slightly off on the middle of the impossible oh, trick. Oh, you just didn't land perfectly. Oh, yeah, your foot was slightly raised when you did the infinity difficulty yeah. score thing that no one's ever done before. As soon as someone else, one of those, ju- none of those judges could ever do that. Correct. None of those judges could ever even come close to doing that, and yet they're somehow qualified to do it. I totally get this. We'll save this for another episode. <laughs> we'll save it. I can get into that. I, I do see what you're talking about there. That, that, that does make my blood boil a bit, now that I think about that. But anyway, we're all out of time. In conclusion... Marching band may not be a sport, but I think it's kind of cooler to be like it's an artistic competition. It's an artistic performance, and also when it's competition, it's an artistic competition. Yep. Yeah. And if you personally want to call it a sport, that's fine. That's fine. The the sport boosters won't give you money, but the band boosters, they will. Yeah. This episode became chaotic. It was supposed to be about non-competitive sports, and it became about defining sport. No, it really, I mean, when you bring up the idea of like non-competitive sport, all that made me think of like, okay, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what is the definition of that? I, I'm like, even I'm suggesting to like, oh, I got to categorize it somehow. It was the, my brain hurts. My brain, your brain literally hurts. And I think that's why people have trouble with these things is because it's a brain twister. It makes you question everything. And a lot of people don't like to question things inside their head. That's why people get prejudiced and biased and stuff like that. And this is where I expected this track to go. I just didn't expect it to go as deep down the rabbit hole as we did. Dude, you point me to a hole. I go deep, <laughs> as deep as I can go every time. It's a problem of mine. I see a hole. I go all the way inside. If I could go deeper, I would. But I can't. Sometimes something's there to stop you. Then I plow through. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We hope you made you nice and mad. That would be great. Take it out on us on the subreddit. If you've got some spicy takes to counterpoint this, we would love to hear them. I will channel your ghost through myself. I will subject myself to the ethereal powers that be, and I will launch the attacks at Tyler as you wish, and he will launch the attacks back right at me. Yeah, and hopefully this gave you a better understanding of how I view sport and how vast and unique 
we are as humans and our need to categorize things. Yeah, exactly. But also, when you think about this and you're preparing a retort, look at your wall if there's no master's degree. Uh, be sure to word your arguments for properly just to make sure. <laughs> I'm waiting for a PhD candidate for sport admin to come after Ooh. me now. <laughs> be so no! spicy. I've been oh, defeated. Yeah, I'm a master's degree. He like shows it at you. It's glowing and you just Ooh. go blind. You're like, oh, my God. I like disintegrate the, before the, it. The Ark of the Covenant. Just, <laughs> but be sure and make sure and subscribe and check out the YouTube channel. Yes. Make sure and subscribe and listen here and download the episodes on whatever listening app you're listening to the podcast on. And go to the subreddit and share your comments. And also, if the merch isn't already up, well, then I made a mistake. But go check out the merch. GMFST.com. Probably slash shop slash shop or slash store try them all just keep typing it in <laughs> keep typing until something happens and then buy the first thing that pops up <laughs> you can trust it <laughs> it won't be fake no way <laughs> all right we're out of here have a good day all right bye bye